Welcome to the Game and Gadget Podcast. James Woodcock from Pixel Refresh, and today I have with me, of course, co-host Tony Warner. And I, I won't bother with all the flattering introductions. He's the co-founder of Revolution Software, and he's done uh, among many other things as well. Thank you for joining me again today, Tony. You're very welcome, James. How are you? Very well. But I think I've got a little bit more money in the pocket than you have right now because you've been spending. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't actually spent it yet. It's it's pending, pending processing. But yeah, yeah. Or oh, actually, they may. Yeah, it's gone to gone to manufacture. So yeah, yeah. Maybe they've maybe they've taken the money now. Yeah, it's my my new MacBook Pro. <sighs> His new MacBook Pro. Okay, so these were announced very recently. You, were, I mean, okay. Let's let's rewind. Were you waiting for this announcement and thought I'm possibly going to get one of these, or was it just you saw it and you had to have it. Well, that's what you, usually one of those two things is is always what happens. But uh, I was planning. I mean, we knew we knew if you follow the Apple um, uh, rumor stuff. Um, you know, I'm I'm a big daring fireball fan, and, and I read you know Mac rumors and all that stuff. So I knew I knew something was coming, and what I thought it was was the it, what we expected was uh, a new Mac Mini alongside these uh, MacBook Pros. Uh, the Mac Mini kind of that kind of looked like a good bet because you get more ports on the back of it, and uh, you know the ins- the expectation is that the insides will be pretty much the same as the the MacBook Pros. Um, so I was kind of going, I'd kind of decided, you know, we kept even on the day I was I was talking to um, my my missus down in down at the coffee place about what, which one I should get, and we 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 kind of thought Mac Mini was the best best one but then you know there was no mac mini so uh you know by this point you're 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 hyped to to spend money big on on the latest thing and and uh, the machines they did they did talk about were pretty epic so um you know there is the it's a it's a transformational machine that the, the, the performance and the spec and everything it's 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 out of this world you know so there's no way i was going to go oh well i'll wait for an undetermined amount of time for the mini to appear you know it could be next year you know it could be six months away so um yeah it was it was it was suddenly the the macbook pro made a whole lot of sense and uh <laughs> get that order in as soon as possible so i think apple can finally actually say they have a pro laptop and i think anyone who's been following the apple space for laptops over the last well, number mm-hmm. of years now. It's not just a couple of years. For a number of years, there's been introductions and things taken away from the MacBook Pro, which has upset a lot of professionals. And I was one of them. Now, I wasn't in, 
I had no intention really? of buying a new MacBook Pro. But if I was, I would have been put off by the fact of they removed HDMI, the SD card reader are gone, they got rid of MagSafe, the touch bar I tried on a friend, and although, granted, I didn't spend hours with the thing, it was like, mm, I'd prefer real keys. I mean, okay, it's nice, certain apps can have different functionality by using the touch bar, but it wasn't like this was the must-have thing that made this a professional device. And it was just a combination of things. But now, Apple have gone back to the pro roots of a device that I first purchased in 2013. Yeah, I mean, they made, they made a big misstep, you know, five years ago, whenever it was. Um, I mean, there was some, there was, I mean, I think there was two things going on. I think it was Johnny Ives kind of aesthetic thing whereby, you know, the, the, the smaller machine with the, with the, the, just the lines down that I think he was looking at the lines down the side of it, you know, not having ports because you don't want ports, you know, it's because they're ugly, you know, I, I think there was some weird thing like that going on, um, which obviously isn't there anymore because he's, he's, um, departed now. But I, I also think they they took a big bet on USB-C being being something that would come in very quickly and eclipse everything. Um, and that isn't really the case. I mean, I've still got stuff that's USB. I mean, yeah, I've still got stuff that's USB-A, do they call it? You yeah. know, the old style, big fat things, you know. I mean, this microphone I'm using now, my lovely pink microphone, is, is a USB-A connector on the end of it, so you know and still still these things are still around you know and i mean if i was buying some new thing i'd probably make sure it was usb-c because usb-c is pretty nice you know i think that usb-a is you can never i've never ever once put the put tried to put plug one in and got it the right way up the first time it's always the other side yeah you've always got to turn it over so you can go right i'm just about to do it this way but but the rule is it's always the wrong way so turn it over and put and oh no it's the wrong way it's the right the first time i mean you've never done it right not once in my life so i, I quite like usbc you know um but when when the, the when i bought the last machine i mean this mac this macbook pro i'm, I'm sat using now which i'm going to sell in about two weeks time uh, and it is one it is one of the it is one of the machines with the touch bar and the no ports and stuff but the thing is much of that didn't look like a problem at the time because what I had was a, a fancy, what I bought was a fancy 5K LG monitor to use with it. And the beauty of that was that you, you put the right USB cable in it. Um, and I can't remember that. No one understands USB-C cables. There's like seven different sorts, isn't there? Like whatever they are. But you buy the expensive black cable which came with actually it came with this 5k lg thing that apple was selling at the time and you, all you had to do was pl was plug the macbook pro into the via this usb-c lead into the monitor and not only did it did it your 5k display go up the usb-c lead but it also charged the mac down the thing so you were never gonna the idea was you were not gonna be plugging it into the power anyway so you had this kind of super minimalist vibe going on whereby there was there was not any there wasn't any ports on it but there wasn't any wires plugged into it either so it, it in theory that looks like a pretty good bet and then you know you can buy a dongle for the odd usba so that looked all right and it never did really inconvenience me all that much but 
that touch bar thing. I mean, I what I didn't spot was this is my mistake with it. Um, I didn't spot there was no escape key. I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't figured that one out until it was too late. Because the touch bar, you can go, oh well, you know, it's just a gimmick, and they'll, they'll give up on that. And maybe it'll be great to change the the brightness using the swipey thing. You know, I mean, it, obviously it was rubbish, but we were just going to have to live with that. You know, function keys you don't use them all that much. But the the no escape key thing suddenly that hit me like really bad because I suddenly realised I use escape I use escape key all the time programming and stuff it, it, and running apps and I, I don't know what it is but it's I don't know when I use it but I use it all the time and suddenly I mean it's it's even worse on this touch bar thing because it's it's offset it's not even where the you know there's a virtual escape key but it's offset to the right where is it yeah look at it it's it's like an inch to the right it's it's absolutely awful. And so suddenly you're trying to press escape, and you and you you have to do this thing. You, you you you're doing a really. So then I so then I spent ages trying to remap the escape key to that. You know, there's an, there's another button next to the one key, and the 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 actual top left button. It's a weird symbol. It's got this is the other stupid thing. It's a, there's a button there. That the top left real button is like two symbols that you've never pressed in your entire life, <laughs> right? I mean, what are they? It's just like two squiggles, a plus minus and some, some weird squiggle thing. Like that is a key on this Mac that has never been pressed, not once. And above it, to the right, is a virtual escape key that you need to use all the time that you can't use anymore because it's, it's a nightmare. So that, that was, so suddenly I was having to buy a keyboard, like a, another keyboard, you know, to try and, so I bought one of those fancy black Super Ace Apple keyboards oh, 150 quid oh 150 quid because i wanted the black one of course <laughs> to match the <laughs> keyboard on the laptop out. itself well no it was just cooler than the old white ones um and they were charging like 20 quid more for it but you know once you this thing about apple you're going well i'm, I'm paying 130 for one of their one of their keyboards so what's another 20 quid you know oh, wow <laughs> okay so but, but 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 even sadder than that like a year, a year later, I realised I couldn't, I couldn't really type properly on that one either. So um, that's that's now in a drawer somewhere, and I use um, a Keychron K2, which which has changed my life because it's so good. And has an escape key. It does, yeah, and it glows orange as well. It glows orange. That sounds very important. Well, just the escape key or the whole thing. Oh well, all of the keys glow, and it does it does little patterns, and it's got uh, different modes. It's RGB. It's got all sorts of. It's got yeah, it's got LEDs under each under each key, but the the escape key is actually translucent orange. The whole key, so it gl it glows extra special. It sounds like the perfect keyboard for you. <laughs> Maximum escape. Yeah. Yes, there is no escape, and that is the touch bar. <laughs> Okay, um, just... so what spec did you go for in the end? I mean, this is a pro not just in terms of features and hardware and power. It really is a pro in terms of price as well. If you were thinking back to MacBook Pro with just the standard M1 chip, this isn't it. This is something else. So, Tony, what spec did you go for? Uh, well, I went for the 14-inch one because um, I'm going to be using it with a monitor, but, you know, when I need it as a laptop, it, the smaller it is, the better, I suppose. Um, and people were saying, that a, lot, a, lot of my, a lot of people I know use 13-inch um, MacBooks, so 
and they all reckon Unity and stuff's okay on that. So smaller, smaller seem like the one to go for, uh, as given everything else is the same inside it more or less, um, apart from some weird uh, differences on the charging. But no one quite understands what that is. So yeah, thirty-two gigs of memory, um, and of course the, the unified memory. So I guess the screen takes a little chunk of that off. So but thirty-two should be fine. Um, what else? Yeah, yeah, a terabyte SSD looks about right, and a, and a Max chip. Oh, so it didn't even super. go. So there's there's two new chips the that's super. come along with these. Yeah, yeah. there's the Pro. Yeah. And then there is the Max, and you've literally gone for the Max. <laughs> well, wow. you know, the thing is, you, yeah, it, it, you, you sat there on the config thing, and you you got Pro there, and you got like whatever it is, four hundred quid extra for the Max chip, and you 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 looking between the two. You mean you might as well, you might as well go, because it's gonna because like as we always say, buying a new Mac, this is gonna last years. Right, this is going to last forever, so you might as well get, you know, you might as well spend the money. Yeah. Um. Isn't like, I mean the whole thing? Isn't the upgrade um, from sixteen to thirty-two four hundred quid or something ridiculous? It, it is four hundred quid. Oh yeah. my! Yeah. Now that's where Apple get you. I, I, oh no! Is it? Is it? No, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. No, it's not. But if you want to go, if you want to go to sixty four, it's four hundred quid. Okay, so, so I think it was maybe two. I think this was maybe two hundred, and I think maybe the processor wasn't wasn't all that bad. Okay, so but, if I want, but you see, I I would, I would have gone sixty four gigs, just because it's like, why wouldn't you? You know, but four hundred quid's quite a lot, and another four hundred, I think, for another another terabyte of SSD, which I wouldn't have minded doing. Then you see you tick both those boxes and you put another eight hundred quid on it and suddenly that that feels wrong, doesn't it? So because um, <laughs> you're already at three thousand quid, you see. Yeah, it's another four hundred pounds to go from sixteen to thirty-two gigs of memory. Is it really? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, but you've got to do that. I think. I think you. You keep convincing yourself. You have to. <laughs> okay, Tony. Important do... question: Do you do three D rendering? Mm, well, no, but I run Unity. Is Unity to... quite a hog? It, well, it, well, it's Unity, isn't it? Um, and sometimes I run two Unities: uh, an Xcode, uh, a, a Rider editor. So. Sometimes Photoshop open as well, and all all sorts of stuff. About fifty browser tabs open, you know. So, you know, you, you gotta look to the future, haven't you? I mean, you know, if your car broke down really badly, and like, and they said, oh, it's it's going to be fine, four hundred quid, you'd go well. And, and that's just that's just a repair, isn't it? That's just like that's that's not even four new tires on a car, is it? So, so there's actually two configurations of the M1 Max. I'm literally going through the dream machine here as we're talking. So there's a 24-core GPU variant on top of the 10-core CPU. Or if you pay a little bit more, and when I say little, a little in Apple terms, £200 more, you get a 32-core GPU. Which one did you go for? Was it the 24 or the 32? Uh, the, ba the cheap one, the base Mac. The cheap one. <laughs> 
the thing is, the, the, uh, you know, you laugh, James, but the thing is, the the if you look at this, if you look at the power on these machines, what what they're actually what they're actually beating, uh, the amount of money you have to previously spend to get this level of performance. I mean, it, it's it's pretty much a Mac Pro in a in a in a, a three grand laptop now, and the Mac Pros were whatever they were, ten thousand quid, you know. So absolutely, it, it, no, it's, you can't. It's not Apple for the it, power. It, it, it's not like it's incremental. It's not like the next Intel or something like that. You know, it, it, it's it's way way beyond anything like that. I mean, it, this is this is a new thing. This is a new technology. It's a it's a it's a new era almost. It, it, it's so far in advance. If you look at what people are saying that, that have got them that, that are doing um, comparisons, you know, it, it it's it's. It's way, way forward, you know. So yeah, it's like it's unless a you've got a uh, high-powered desktop Windows machine, that's the only thing that can really rival and get yeah, better you, than it. But then you're talking like dedicated GPUs rather than a system on a well on the chip design. And not something that you can carry around and, and uses barely any wattage, you know. No, exactly. So I've I've briefly looked at some of the early reviews of this, and they're all saying it looks fantastic it's powerful it's everything we'd hoped it feels like a pro machine the display is beautiful etc 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 so i am sure you're going to be very very happy with it tony but it's an investment yeah, it but that will last you no doubt for years it should do a job i mean there's lots of ways to justify it you know imagine you're a taxi driver you know what kind of car are you going to get for for three thousand quid you know your main tool is your car right if you're a taxi driver a three thousand quid car what does that get you Gets you from A to B. Well, it didn't get you much, though, does it? You know. But this will get you to the A last, to B, the last to Uber, C and everywhere else. The last Uber I, uh, I I caught in London was a Mercedes E-Class, value about fifty thousand quid. You know. Is that where you can say on the Uber? Oh yes, I'd like something a little bit more comfortable. Uh, well, it was about one in the morning, and there was the, the streets were deserted, so anything would have done. You know. Okay, fair enough. Roller skates will be the next. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, uh, speaking of taxis, I mean, I, I've I've caught a lot of taxis in Ukraine, and, and three thousand quid would get you quite a lot <laughs> compared to the machines that are running over there as taxis. So. <laughs> Soviet era sort of uh, death traps, you know, held together with uh, string. Now, I think we've done well because we haven't mentioned the elephant in the room. And I'm not talking about your pink microphone. I am talking about the notch. So I must admit, when I first saw this, I thought, tick, yep, tick, HDMI, tick, MagSafe, tick, beautiful screen, tick, <gasps> keyboard, no touch bar, tick, this is looking good, notch. I uh, well, I mean, uh, I mean, given given the screen's going right up to the edge of the of the bezel, and if you look at what you would normally have there, I mean, on this on this machine now, there's a blue, it's just blue, the top. The t you always have the top top menu bar thing on a Mac anyway, and you have icons coming across from the right, and you have um, uh, menu stuff coming across from the left, and and there's. There's four. There's five inches of gap, even on this MacBook Pro here. So, uh, it, it's space that's it's dead pixels anyway. So uh, I don't think it's really a problem. I mean, it's not nearly as jarring as it is on a phone, to be honest. And I think 
I think at some point they're going to have to address the notch on the phones. But e- even on the phone, you get used to it, you know. Yeah, my wife but no, has an I, iPhone. I never, you get used to it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's an issue much on the Mac. I think people making a fuss about that are just looking for something to be upset about. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's the problem. It would never I mean, work on Windows. <laughs> the Mac's lucky because it has it, that bar along the top. So they can kind of blend it in with the bar, except for when you want to go to full screen with an app, in which case it just seems to all sit under that camera. Yeah, I, I never do that anyway. But um, I mean, I imagine people are going to, there's going to be a lot of wallpapers in there with a with black, <laughs> a little, with a very black top. So then you'll never notice it anyway. I think, I think the only disappointment with that is that there's no face um, face ID on it because that would have been useful. Now, that does make me think that maybe originally they thought they were going to do face ID, but then maybe component shortage, maybe lack of time, et cetera, et cetera. It didn't get put yeah, into this I mean, generation. I mean, what's in there? I think it's just the it's just the, 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 the webcam, isn't it? In which case they could have done a, a punch through like uh, on, on so many Android phones. So, yeah, don't know. Yeah, it's possible that, I mean, there is some speculation that they tried to do face ID and couldn't get the sensors into the the width of the, uh, or rather the depth of the lid, maybe. So maybe there was a plan. But, you know, Apple, I mean, there isn't, these things are designed so far in advance that I think I think if that was the case that they, they, they either would or wouldn't have done the notch, you know. I think I think they're just happy having the notch. It's their thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean the, it, the the issue is on the phones to me, not not on the on the MacBook so much. Because the screen on the phone is far smaller, so the notch is <laughs> taken up definite yeah. real estate. Uh, yeah. Although even then, not much. You know, I mean, it, it was it was, and you soon get used to it. But uh, I mean, it's not space that's. I mean, it was bezel at one point, so and now it's now it's cut through. So you know, it, it's 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 not that bad. I mean. They will have to fix it. It's the one thing that Android has, has done nicely is the the way they're they're handling cut throughs and stuff. But yeah, it's. I'll I'll, gi- I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. Oh, thank you, Tony. Thank you. I'm, I must admit though, I'm still not a fan of the notch. I'm intrigued to see how it sits with people after months of use because I, I think our initial gut reaction for a lot of people will be, oh, why did they do the notch? Everything else seemed perfect, and then we've got this distraction of a notch if only as a discussion point even if it doesn't bother you when you get the thing it just seems a shame they got everything else right but they had to put this blinking notch in but if you, if you think about it, I mean, the screen has grown around the notch it's not like the notches you, you don't you don't think of the notches coming into the the notch hasn't appeared and, and, and taken away it's like the screen has grown up around the notch yeah that's so, apple marketing see, tone <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the that, that that's the way to think about it. Yeah, the know. notch didn't encroach anything. The screen is actually rising, and it's the best the notched have, screen we've ever made. The, the pixels have, have have grown up around it. That's it. Yeah, like the tide coming in, and the, the notch is like a like a sandcastle. That's that's. It's like sitting with Johnny above the water. <laughs> Well, Tony, uh, when is your MacBook due? 
uh well it was uh it was meant to be like a 10th of november but it's it's like yesterday it's come through as um the first of november so next monday it should come and i think the only rant you had on twitter recently was about a payment problem do i do i rant on twitter uh, uh what was that facebook group that Aaron was talking about in the last one. <laughs> but you're not a member. Uh, grumpy. <laughs> yeah. Gr- grumpy. Grumpy. Well, it was too grumpy. It was too, it was too grumpy for me. Yeah. That's, why, that's why I left that. We all had a little rant on Twitter. I think that's why a lot of people actually... Yeah. I know people, I've got friends, who will literally never use Twitter. They'll not read Twitter until they want to at a company and just have a go at yeah, them about yeah. something. That literally is the only time they'll use it. Yeah, well, I... I, I tend to agree with that i mean if you're going to try and get some resolution out of some faceless corporation then then to do it in public is the way to do it because they don't like that and they they they, the teams that that deal with twitter tend to have more power than the just the the people on the end of the telephone who are somewhere god knows where being paid a dollar a week to deal with ridiculous but you nearly didn't get your map lock issues well, I was always going to get it, but uh, um, I mean, what annoying! Yeah, I mean, they're just—it's just MBNA. They're—they're—they're just fools, you know. So you might as well have a go at them. So, what exactly happened Co- then? Corporations for those who don't follow you on Twitter. Well, I just—I just—I uh, mean, they didn't do anything. They just—they just—I—I I said, how how stupid is MBNA? And they—they they said, oh, we're so sorry about this. Why did you ring this number? And I said. Uh, I, I, it, it's too late, you know. I've already switched pro payment thing because because I, I rang them. I mean, first of all, I tried to re- do it properly and ring them up and say. And then you spent you spent half an hour going through the press one for this, press two for that. We'll be with you soon. And, and would you like to do it with a robot? And your call is important to us. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not really. It doesn't seem. But eventually, you get through to to a real person, and you say, you know. Why, why have you done this? And it's 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 the usual stuff about fraud, you know. And the, the, because the person you talk to doesn't have any power to do anything. So I said, well, are you gonna are you gonna allow it? Because because I here I am telling you that it's a, a, a it's a genuine transaction, you know. So just just fix it. To which they say, oh, we can't do it. We have to put you through to the to the fraud department. We have to tell them that you want to allow this this transaction but that's going to be three quarters of an hour I've, you know, you've already been there half an hour to get to this point so you know is it is it reasonable to spend an hour and a half or more on, on the phone to mbna just to get them to to process a transaction i think not so what i i thought no you can you can get stuffed what i'll do is i'll i'll switch the i'll ring up apple and switch the transaction to switch their payment to a different a different credit card you know so then i rang up so i ring up apple um and surprisingly that that started off quite bad as well because they have some robot robo thing who who they reckon is brilliant but <laughs> I, f- I found a route through the robo thing to get to a real person quite quickly then i was speaking to someone very very distant who then got cut off before we could fix the thing. So then I got back to the, the point. I ended up back with the robot. This time, the same trick I'd used to, to convince the robots to put me through to a human didn't work, and it took me twice as long to get through that system. 
So, I mean, that was a very disappointing Apple um, experience. But then I got through to a, a very nice lady somewhere who fixed the whole thing really quickly and, and even told me that, that the, the transaction, the whole the whole thing would go through much quicker and watch the watch the page for updates because they're running they're running you know at least a week faster than what the estimates are so it, it all it i mean apple in the end saved the day you know because they because they were able to do what i what i needed them to do and because um, they must have i mean they must have millions of people whose cards have been declined by this this and that credit card company you know they, they must be ready for fielding all the calls from people like me whose whose credit card companies are are not helpful assuming that it, Assuming that everyone is a criminal, you know. It does seem to be the Apple Store, though, go. where these fraudulent transactions happen because I think it was a few months ago, my credit card provider sent me a text message to say, someone has tried to spend £99 at an Apple Store and I'm working at home while this text message comes in. I'm thinking, I haven't got anything reoccurring. Nothing will be scheduled. So I quickly checked like, this iTunes accounts and stuff to see if I had anything set for £99. And I didn't think I had, and I, guess what? I hadn't. So it was definitely a fraudulent transaction. And I thought, God bless them. They've gone to the Apple store, and they must have brought the cheapest thing they have there for £99. But at That's least I got the text message to say, is this the issue or not? So I just said no. And they said, oh, we'll be in touch with well, you within yeah. five minutes. And I'd, within five minutes, I was speaking to somebody in had to change my credit card that's i mean that's that's the way to do it isn't it just you just ask the person if if they if they want the transaction or not is, is it real you know you do, I mean, mbna they just go oh we don't like the look of this we'll just stop it and we're not going to tell anybody we'll just stop it and then you know there'll be some car crash scenario at the other end of the of the thing but, but you know the consumer our, our customer with the credit card can can work that all that that out themselves you know uh, really shoddy really shoddy so anyway, I had a go, I had a go at them in public just to just to just because you can really it didn't didn't not it was, there was no outcome from it and it's a waste of energy really but you know why not why not hurt them when you can complain in public fair enough but it does it, it, it's, it's, go on I, I'm 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 quite a relaxed person but generally but but corporations that that do stupid things uh, really really annoys me you know highways England I don't like them. <laughs> go on because we have we have we have well i won't i won't labor the point we have like a half a billion quids worth of um, infrastructure projects happening literally on our doorstep here uh, and occasionally they do very foolish things in the middle of the night uh, and then lie about it the next day so you know twitter is the way to, get, to avenge these these crimes um yorkshire water i don't like them either oh, because they're an illegal monopoly they're an illegal monopoly so if I can wind them up a bit, I will do. But apart from this, I'm uh, easy going, as you know. Absolutely. And you like Apple, though. <laughs> I do like Apple. Good. And speaking of Apple, I mean, the reason the reason that they get all the fraud is because these are such desirable products, James. That you know, if you if you happen to come across a, a credit card that isn't yours, then you're always going to head straight to Apple. Isn't Look, just because I'm going to speak about Windows 11 next and my experiences with it, I should inform our viewers. And listeners, that I do actually have two MacBook Pros. The fact they're both from 2013 <laughs> is probably going back a bit now. I do have a Mac Mini from 2014, which I purchased secondhand, and that was just to act as like a Plex server. So I only purchased that maybe a year and a half ago. 
and that one's great just being on constantly and being nice and quiet and handling all my videos and photos and music all just from one little box which is hidden away doing its thing which today i upgraded to mac os monterey 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 did you did you did you do that today i did i don't even know if it's finished just 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 from the prompt so uh using my macbook pro from 2013 i did the whole screen share thing so i could well it's one thing i do actually like about having a mac and connecting to another apple device if you're in that apple ecosystem if it's the phone if it's the laptop or it's another device they work typically so well with each other they go that extra step and you do feel the benefit so i'm able to go from my macbook pro and say oh there's my plex mac mini select it okay now i can see the screen and interact and control Mm. the device so there's Mm. actually no keyboard or mouse connected to the mac mini it's literally just sat there as a box with hard drives plugged in Mm. no hdmi out it's just everything's just acting literally as a plex server so if I'm watching on a mm. Chromecast or something else, that's the visual display, that's the control. It's basically acting as like a little server. And that's it. So just going in, viewing the screen for my MacBook Pro, I was able to trigger the update for it. I haven't looked at it since to finish it off and make sure it's all working, but I'm sure it is. So I can check that after this podcast. But it's just nice to be able to do that. But yeah, two MacBook Pros from 2013. I'm a little bit behind on Apple technology. I was all invested at one point, but about the time of iPhone 6S, I moved away and made the great move, pure genius move, of getting the Samsung Galaxy Note 7, (laughs) which is the one that had a bit of a reputation for this could explode. Yeah, yeah, you you had to hand it over as you got onto an airplane, didn't you? That was not a good day for Samsung, big... having big posters at airports saying, if you have a Note yeah, 7, yeah. you may not be able to board this plane. And... <laughs> well, they used to take take it off you and put it in a, like a metal, a, a, foot, a foot thick metal box, didn't they? Oh, yeah. man. In case it exploded in mid-air. Yeah, what a mess. That... It was slightly overdone, wasn't it? But and then, and then, of course, people held out, didn't they, that they, Samsung remotely... Um, screwed the machines over stopped them working well the best thing was yeah exactly they did keep them working but the best thing was is i didn't get the original batch which they recalled it was then the second batch which they went to all the trouble of they changed i can't remember now exactly what it was but they changed some of the ui maybe it was the battery icon on the status bar so someone looking at an airport could see the battery was a different color or on the box of the phone, there was like a symbol on it. So you knew this was the second batch. This is the one that's fixed the battery problem. And guess what? They had another battery problem different from the first one. Mm -hmm. And that was the batch I had that had to be recalled. But yeah, there were people who kept the phone for as long as they could until Samsung went, no, cutting you off. I suppose you could. Could you not have um, flashed it with with stock Android and and, and 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 got yourself away from Samsung's control? You know what? you would, wouldn't you? Cause there's maybe some clever there, people have been... done that, but I think no one really wanted to encourage I mean, that. You, it is a. But that's the that's that's what you can do with it, with an Android phone, though, isn't it? You can you can wipe it and put stock Android on it, supposedly. 
Depends on the model of phone, depends on the people and the community supporting that phone. I don't think anyone had the will to support the Note 7. Everyone saw the fact of, this is a phone that's serious concern. You do not want this near you. I mean, I was gutted. I loved the Note 7. So when I had to send that back, it was like tragedy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I quite like like Samsung's. If I was going to buy... Yeah, go back. I mean, at one point I was going Apple, Android, Apple, Android. Um, I haven't swapped back in in a while now. I guess I guess I probably won't know. But I, I used to swap Android when I, when I was developing on Android. I used to swap between the two. Um, and yeah, I quite like the Galaxy phones. They're they're always quite quite decent, aren't they? And the Pixel phones as well. The newest Pixel phone, the Pixel Six, looks very nice. The camera notch is super big. If you can even call it a notch, because it's well, it's not a notch. So let me rephrase that. It's there's a bump around the back. We call it the camera bump, and this is a particularly hefty bump, which looks more like Geordie from Star Trek TNG's visor. It's rather big. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd say it looks good in all ways, apart from apart from that camera thing. I mean, you know, you, you've had a, a, pre, a pretty a pretty sustained uh, a, a attack on my my MacBook's notch. So I think. I think you know I'll, I'll I'll throw it back at you with that with that pixel um, camera ridge. There's been a, a not not a great design um, win by by any you know. I mean the square things on the on the iPhone. I mean they're quite. I mean that's okay. I mean that's that that looks good. But can you believe? I mean this is the I haven't had a note for a while. This is the S twenty one Ultra. And I got the case where you could put the pen on the side. So if this phone wasn't big enough already, it really feels big now. Yeah, but that looks cool. You see, I mean, that looks quite techy, doesn't it? There's, there's cameras. Ten times optical it's, zoom it's, is amazing. Looks, it look, it, and it looks good. It looks fine. But I, I don't think those new pixels look good. I mean, I guess you put a case on it and forget about it. But other than that, I mean, I've always had a soft spot for Google phones. I mean, I've, run, I've run a few in the past, quite nice things. I think if you're interested in stock Android rather than, I mean, Samsung, for example, they put their own skin on it and UI. So you've got like a core Google experience and they'll think, okay, we're going to do this slightly different because mm-hmm. we're Samsung, we'll maybe add a feature or two, which sometimes is ahead of where stock Android is at, which is good. But then sometimes they take things away, which is not so good. But it's yeah. Samsung's take on it, definitely. But if you want stock Google, I think Pixel 6, unlike the 5 and the 4 before it, is actually looking like an appealing option for those fans. And a, a decent looks price. Right. I, 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 would go, I would go that way. Yeah, the price seems okay. Well, it's not like, you remember the Nexuses? I mean, they were really oh, yeah. cheap, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, They were almost free. You, know? like <laughs> you, just couldn't help, you just couldn't help but get one. I mean, and happy memories of those things. I mean, that's all gone, isn't it? But but I mean, these ones are a bit they're a bit cheaper, aren't they? I think the cheapest Although starts at six hundred. Yeah, presumably you can get a pretty good Android phone for that money, though, like a One Plus or something strange like that. I mean, there's a there's a lot of you know down from the Galaxies. There's there's a lot of pretty good value phones, aren't there? With pretty high spec. But I think the Google one is the camera. So for that price to have such a good camera. That's going to be tough. Mm. OnePlus, their phones. Mm. I'm not sure about recently. I don't follow it as close as I used to, but certainly when I was looking at phones a couple of years ago, OnePlus always seemed quite a bit behind 
the true flagships, which, okay, the, the cheaper is fine. But I, I use the camera functionality on a phone a lot. Yeah, so, so do I. It's nice to have a really good camera, which is probably why I went ridiculous on this one. Yeah, I mean, the camera camera is everything for me as well. So, uh, you know, the, the iPhone cameras are pretty, pretty good. I have a top. I haven't got the current one. I, I skipped, given, given this autumn's vast Apple expense, I've actually skipped the phones this year, but so which was which took some doing. So what is your took, took some willpower? So what is your regular pattern for phones traditionally? As in, how often do you upgrade? Uh, usually once a year. Oh, right. okay. So, you, do you have a two-year contract and sell and get SIM card only? No, I, I, no, I, I, have, I keep them completely separate. I mean, I. I I buy the phones and and the thing about Apple is you'll you'll get half of it back. So if you, if you're if you're upgrading every year, you know your your previous year's your previous year's phone is 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 worth half what the new one is going to be. So you, you know your thousand pound phone is a five hundred pound phone if you're going to swap it every year, so which which kind of sweetens it a little bit. I mean I mean it's unnecessary, but if you if if you're so into these things that you're one of the people that does change the. Um, change your phone every year just to have the latest then you know it 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 can be done a little bit cheaper it's not it's not a grand a year you know yeah exactly which I mean, is a bit silly i used to change mine every year and that's because i worked at a company that would sell mobile phone case uh, mobile phone cases well there was a clue the company i worked for used to be was called mobile fun <laughs> i wasn't going to name drop but there we go mobile fun.co.uk for anyone's listening and they sell mobile f- phone cases and covers and screen protectors, car chargers and all that. And I worked there as a copywriter and worked my way up to products manager. And while we were there, we would need the real devices and we'd use those real devices to take photography, do YouTube videos, test compatibility to make sure screen protectors were good, etc., etc. And the best thing was we got to try all these new devices. So it's like, I didn't have to go to a shop to mm. see if the newest Samsung phone was as good as the newest OnePlus phone, Sony, et cetera, et cetera. And it was a rather wonderful experience to try all these different devices. And unfortunately, it was also a bit of a curse because then it would entice me that this phone is so much better than last year's. I need this phone. And once you've used something mm. like that, it's really, you complete ignorance now. I work at a different company now and I don't get to try and do his devices. So it's probably saved me quite a considerable amount of money in the end by not having this hands on with all these devices and getting excited about it. But it used to be a yearly endeavor of changing my phone, but now it's probably every three years, maybe a little bit more. So I tend to have a splurge every few years, but I don't change every year now. Very sensible. Yeah. But I also think but, phone yeah, technology look, is not rapidly progressing as fast as it did a number of years ago. That's hard to know, isn't it? I mean, I suppose that's the case. What are they putting? I mean, yeah, it's mostly cameras, isn't it? I mean, I mean, the screens get better, don't they, and things like that. I think the big push at the minute is refresh rate of the screen, isn't it? Yeah, that's the big thing, isn't it? Um, I mean, what what my what my last pixel phone did was it used to have the oled screen and it used to have the always on display with the with the 
the battery and the time and oh, it used to it used to listen for music as well. Do you remember it used to it used to tell you what the, whatever song it could hear. It used to it used to look it up and tell you the name what what music was on and it, like Shazam, but like automatic. I mean that was just fantastic. Uh, and I'm still you know that was three or four years ago. I'm still waiting for Apple to do something like that. So they've got, you know, they've got space to, to add functionality, which they could do any old time. But I guess now they've got that 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 re that refresh thing on the on the the latest phones, and they could do that any old time because they could, you know, they can they can pull the refresh right down to twenty four frames a second or something, which uses a lot less power. And then it's OLED, so you know you're only paying for the pixels that are lit, and they could do all sorts of that home screen. So. You know that would be you know if 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 Apple came along with that and said this is this is our new thing then I'd be going Ooh, that's that's offering a lot you know over my current one which doesn't do it so I'd be going mm, that looks nice that looks good <laughs> but they always I mean it's all it's all it's all presentation isn't it but they they always they always look good it always looks like it's something you want absolutely I mean I wasn't I wasn't going to go. I wasn't going to go for this year's one because I knew I knew I was uh, going to be spending money on other stuff. But even then, it was like you know, it was like Frodo's ring. It was like talking to me. It was like it was like precious. It was, it was like a, vo a voice. It was like a voice saying, "You you you need you really do need this." You know, you have to you have to lock it and you have to lock it away and ignore it. You know, hopefully, it'll it'll go away and it'll leave you in peace. My M1 Max. Keep you away. <laughs> Keep. <laughs> and then you have MBNA going, no, no, just say no. We'll stop it. We'll stop it. Don't worry, be stroking your escape key before you know it. <laughs> With no help from MBNA on this occasion. But yeah. Well, yeah. But anyway. No one, no, one could, no one could stop me on that one. Definitely not. No, you've made your mind up. That's what you were going to do. <laughs> by hook or by crook. And I, and, and I, and I did it. So Windows 11. Oh yeah, go on then. This is my. Now, didn't they say? Did, did, but didn't they say just before you get you tell us how great it is? Didn't they say? I, I distinctly remember this, and, and I do follow Microsoft stuff still. They said Windows 10 was the was the latest number. It was the last number. It was the last and version of Windows. All they were going to do from then on was, and they were just going to keep patching it to stop to stop it being so buggy and and. Hackery, yeah, but then now, now here we are, Windows Eleven. So, what what's changed there? Well, I think it comes back to that age-old thing: marketing. How can you promote something new and say it's Windows Ten? Do they need to promote it though? I mean, they, they. I think so. I mean, Microsoft are their Azure servers, aren't they? And and um, Office licenses to corporations they don't they're not really making any money out of windows are they anymore they, i mean they just it's just a legacy thing for them for businesses loved in some unloved department in a warehouse somewhere in in seattle well for that you know the, the people think of the big corporations buying thousands of licenses for windows and that's where their money is i don't think the consumer space in terms of people buying windows is like what it was not by any stretch of the People, imagination. Do you still have to pay? Yeah. Is it not free these days? The f upgrades are free. But, you know, if you... So if I build if, if yeah. I build a new machine from nothing, I have to pay them for Windows 11? Yes. 
goodness me. <laughs> it's a revelation. Yes, you still have to buy Windows. But the upgrades are free. Which didn't always used to be the case. Right. I think Windows well, so, so Windows 12 was, will be free. Windows 12 will be free, yes. Yeah, we've announced it here you first, folks. <laughs> but likely is it will be free. <laughs> but I think Windows 8 was like a £25 upgrade, I think, if I remember correctly. And then Windows 10 was free. Windows 11 is free. But there's been multiple versions of Windows 10. And there's not been major features released in that time, but there's been some nice feature progression, shall we say. But Windows 11 is quite a dramatic change just by the UI interface, the way it looks now. It's not Windows 10 in the sense of, you know, it's curvier, it's nicer on the eyes, it actually seems much more consistent in terms of UI. It's still not <laughs> completely consistent. You can still dig down the rabbit hole far enough and still find a legacy pop-up that just looks completely wrong. But it definitely feels like a new OS from the skin of it. It's like I've spent £30 and found one of those, I don't know if they're still about now, there used to be a thing called Windows Blinds. And it used to basically theme how Windows looks and it would give it different colours and made it look more 3D and so on and so forth. But it's like that with brass knobs mm -hmm. on, really. And that's Windows 11. It's mostly UI stuff. I'm sure there's other stuff going on right. behind the scenes, as it were, that I can't remember right now. But it's all about UI. Certainly when but, anyone sees Windows 11, it's UI. So presumably the... Forgive me if I'm wrong, but they, they it goes in cycles where they break the start menu and then they fix the start menu and they break the fix start menu and then they fix the start menu. Is this a fix well, cycle? I think, if you think back to Windows 8, they got rid of the whole start menu idea and they went to the start well, screen. Yeah. So the start menu was gone completely in Windows 8 until Windows 8.1 and they brought it back in a fashion. But no, the uh, start icon was gone and you had to hover down right into the corner and then you'd see it just yeah. like just show you that there was a hint if you can click here and then it was open the start screen and that was windows yeah. 8 but thankfully windows 10 corrected a lot of that microsoft went way too far being scared of things like the ipad in trying to cater for these devices that were going to be replacing the pc which never did no um i mean it, no. we look at the ipad pros now and they're certainly much more sophisticated than there were back then, but I think it's a hard sell for a, a professional to say, use an iPad. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a, a, an air four and I, and I have the keyboard cover thing for it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm writing my, my book on, on the iPad and it, it's pretty good for that, you know, and it's, it's, it, I mean, you're not doing anything pro, you're not developing anything, but you, you know, I'm still making content. So, but it's just, I, I like the, I like the compactness of it and the fact that there's not other stuff going on. You know, I, f I find it less distracting to, to write on the, um, on the iPad. So, and I can take it out and sit outside with it and all sorts of things. So, I mean, it's great for some things. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, for me, for me, for pro, for pro users, you know, write, writing software and compiling things, I mean, it, it'll never be any good for that, but it's, it's an interesting middle middle way you know is uh, uh, and great for drawing you know my wife draws on 
drawers using the pen and stuff like that you know it's um it's, it's great for they're, they're great things for many for many uses but, th- but yeah it's not taken over has it it's just it's just another thing absolutely which i'm sure apple don't mind buy the macbook and buy an ipad <laughs> i'm sure that will suit them down to a t but, the, and, but to be fair when it comes the, to, the, at the other end yeah uh, but you know when it comes to like, tablets apple's untouchable android's not been able to Samsung's released some really nice Android tablets, but you don't see them selling as well or getting the sort of notoriety an iPad gets. The apps are there. Yeah, yeah. You can't. The iPad App Store obliterates the Android Google Store for a- actual tablet-specific apps. Yeah, and there's some pretty good stuff. I mean, the uh, in, in the art field, there's there's some pretty sophisticated stuff now. You know, the the Adobe stuff and Procreate and those things. It's it's not bad stuff, you know. It's 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 using the processor, which is which is, you know, equivalent of what what main machines we were using a few years ago. You know. Yeah. Well, if you get the iPad Pros now, it's got the M1 chip in it. Yeah. So, so it's 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 like a like a workstation. Yeah. You know? It's got the power. I just think the UI hasn't quite caught up with the power yet. But maybe they'll keep adding little bits here and there. I don't think it should make it too like a mac os or a laptop but still give it give user just a little bit more a little bit more it's it, it's a yeah how far though is this is a very difficult one i mean there are, there's a whole field of thought isn't there um if that's the terms saying you know they they should open it open the file system up and all sorts of things like that but once you can once you can browse the once you can browse the you know you know the file directory and move files around manually and stuff which you which you kind of can almost but not completely at the moment once you can once you can do that then it becomes just another computer doesn't it and then and then it's even more confusing because it'll be it'll be like a a mac but not a mac it'll be like three quarters of a mac you know it's maybe that's the wrong way to go you know maybe maybe they're right to hold back from that I don't know. It's 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 a. I I bet they have some really difficult conversations over at Apple as to which which way they should go with it because because there's no right answer. I think maybe they've got it right as it is, and and you know a Mac is a Mac, and a, and an iPad world should never go too far into the world of files and stuff. You know. I think Apple kind of shot themselves in the foot when they were trying to sell it as this is your next computer, and. It depends on everyone's perception of what a computer actually is. And it doesn't need to be a computer. It's quite comfortable in its own product category as it is. It's a great device for those who are looking for that kind of thing. And there's plenty of people that want a non-complicated, high-powered, featured device like an iPad. They don't want a computer, but there's plenty of people who do. I think I think that's probably right. I think they they probably pitched it about where it should be. You know, it, keep it keep it simple, and then it's its own thing, isn't it? And let it let it be authentic, and let it be let let it have the confidence to be itself, rather than be feeling insecure next to a real Mac. You know, I mean, I remember them not Apple specifically, but the press sort of trying to figure out the future for Apple devices and all oh, the iPad Pro, it's spelling the end to the MacBooks. They've not updated it in a while and, you know, it never materialized. And it's just the same no. sort of knee-jerk reaction Microsoft yeah, yeah. had by doing Windows 8. It just went too far trying to be a new device category that wasn't there yet. 
and hasn't really materialized. They got, yeah, Microsoft got really confused, didn't they? More than Apple, really. I mean, they kind of panicked and made some very bad decisions. Yeah. Um, and it's funny how you said it but, yeah. was like the start button that would be fixed and broke, fixed and broke. So we already said Windows 8, it was gone. Never mind broken. Windows 10, mm. fixed, great. Um, but they still had the, the legacy of you still had the tiles if you wanted them there. I always actually removed them in the end. I never, I stopped using the tiles after a while. It didn't become as useful uh, without it being sort of a full screen thing. Windows 11 hasn't broken the start menu, but it has shifted its position. So if you think right back to Windows 95, the start button to trigger the menu was always in the lower left corner of your screen. That was just the way it was mm. done. Now, Windows mm. 11, by default, it's all centered. So the Windows start button is at the far left of your row of icons. So the problem with that is right. if I only have five icons in that bottom bar, the start icon or button is just a little bit to the left of the center of the screen. But let's say I'm a bit more of a power user and I'm opening and closing apps throughout the day. That start button is moving left and right. It's not staying in any static position. Okay. So you can't even like use muscle memory to find the start button anymore because it's moving left to right, depending on what apps you have open. You add another app, it's moving that little bit to the left and you open another one, it's moving a little bit more to the left. Not too much of a problem for me because I pin a lot of my favorite apps and I tend to just stick with those apps so it doesn't shift around too much, which is fine. And I do actually like this you know, centered you... <laughs> approach because it actually makes me think Mac OS actually, it's, it's easier to find what you're looking for right bang in the center of the screen. Fine. But the start icon and button moving a little around a bit, it's just like, mm, it's a bit weird. But you, you know what's coming, Windows Windows 12, they'll, they'll fix that. Yeah, it'll literally be the centermost icon. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually surprises me, they didn't do that in some ways. I'm guessing they were thinking, well, when you open an icon, where the hell is it going to go? Is it going to go to the right or is it going to the left? Is it going to alternate? But it would seem like a natural thing, ignoring the fact of open apps and things to have it right bang in the center rather than just moving on that left hand side left and right depending on your open apps mm. you have to be careful with this stuff because people don't like change do they so i mean uh, you, you know you you want you want everyone to upgrade uh, but if there's any negatives people will people resist won't they you know i'm sure there are people out there running running i don't know Vista still, you know. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Vista wasn't one of the better ones. Windows 7, maybe. Yeah, well, well my, my father, I mean, his, his, he, he will never do it. He'll wait until his computer breaks and then he has, he's, then he's forced to get the latest Windows, you know. I mean, I'm the opposite. I'll go, I'll go great. A new thing, a new thing, you know, get it, get it installed, see what it's like, you know. But I, I know a lot of Windows users, they, they'll, they'll be scared of, of an upgrade, you know. And potentially with good reason. Well, the good news is you can shift Many. it all over to the left-hand side of Windows traditional. Oh, can you? Yeah. Oh, well, so it's just by default, it's centered. But then you've got to go right. hunting for the setting. Are people always going to be hunting for the setting? That's the thing. You have to know it's there, don't you, if you have to hunt for it? Yeah. 
Thankfully, it is there. That would have been pretty criminal if they didn't. But I've been quite happy with it centered. But like I say, I pin my apps mm. so they don't actually jostle around too much. Mm. I'll tell you what my big thing with Windows is, and I have been using Windows 10 a bit recently because I had to do some, I had to look at a project that was that was on the, it, it was Windows only. So um, I, do, I do have one I sat on my desk there. Um, and what I what I cannot get my head around is the fact that you're stuck on one desktop still. Why don't they let you have multiple desktops? So your your Photoshop is on desktop three, and your and your your browser is on desktop two, and it, and it flips between different nice clean spaces rather than a thousand different windows all layered up on one on one the only desktop. Ah. I I mean Linux Linux did this. Years ago, thirty years ago, you know, forty years ago, why, 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 why does Windows still not do it? And I think you can get some, you can get some add-on that will do it for you in a, in a not quite working way. But it, it, surely they, surely it should be a thing. Good news, Tony. Why isn't it a thing? Windows Eleven literally has an icon specifically to have multiple desktops. Does it? And it works. Yeah, absolutely. Works like a charm. Right. Send back your Mac. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel. It's too late. It's too late. Do you know, I am completely operating system agnostic. I will use Windows as like my desktop machine, mostly because I'm a gamer. If you're a gamer, you use Windows and a dedicated GPU and away you go. Mac OS on my laptop, I use quite happily. I think it's a great laptop OS. It works for me does 99 percent of what i want great linux i'll even use linux and but i tend to use those on lower powered stuff but i use all three and they all yeah, have the purpose it... it's not like a, a big one a windows fanboy or anything i i i, I tease you a lot about this but uh, <laughs> i i don't mind windows i mean i haven't used it seriously for many many a year but you know booting it back up again i takes you five minutes and you're 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 back into it you know it's it all seems quite it, it's almost like i can't see the difference between, i mean there is there are huge differences between between the way windows and, and mac os work but you know i can switch between windows and the mac machine and, and i can't I, I i don't think of them as being different things you know it's um it's a strange thing it just seems completely natural whichever one you're on is that you know how it works and, and you just you just do, do it that way you know it's uh, it's not a problem it's funny, I do like that. what I like about the Mac. What I like about the Mac is that you can drop it down to a to a, a, a Linux um, command line, you know, which is what it really is. And underneath, there's, there's there's something quite pure and nice about that. I do like that. Which is what gives it an edge. I do like that. It does it. give it the edge, and it gives it an edge in my view. But yeah. So interesting you say that because my wife has always used Windows. She's never used Mac OS. But ironically. She, um, her Windows laptop was playing up. Uh, when she flew over to the UK, she had a laptop in a bag, and I think it got crushed. So it works, but it's getting terribly hot, and it's only a matter of time before it fails. And I've already tried to get a battery replacement for it, and it's just not happening. So I said, okay. This is why I've got two MacBook Pros from 2013. <laughs> so I said, okay. Funny enough, on my MacBook Pro, I have got Windows on it as well as Mac OS. 
So you'll feel right at home. You can use that and we'll think of something long term. Great. So she went off and used that. But Windows on a Mac, although it runs natively, is just not optimized because Apple, they're not that interested in creating really optimized drivers. And the graphics works, the mouses work, the keyboards work, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like the power efficiency stuff. It will get hot. The fans will be really kicking in. It's the battery power right. will reduce a lot quicker. It's things like that where it's just not as fine-tuned as Mac OS. But then it's not in Apple's best interest to get it fine-tuned. But even plugged in, the right. fans go like crazy. So I said, okay, right. it's getting really hot. That's going to deteriorate the battery even quicker. Why don't you try Mac OS and just see how you get on with it? Because... They are very similar. There's just these little quirks. And she didn't know if she wanted to try it because she's very busy. She's like, I've got to learn something new. could take days. I've got all this work to do, et cetera, et cetera. But I convinced her. And in literally hours, I walked into the room to see how she was getting on with it. And she had multiple windows open. Dual monitor was going fine. She had Facebook Messenger going on. The apps I'd installed, she'd found and was having open and running and having communications and surfing the web and moving files around. I thought, well, okay, there's a testament. I mean, she's certainly not stupid yeah. with technology, but she certainly is a technology enthusiast where, you know, she's really delighted to try new things. She wants to use what she knows and just get the job done. It's a function. She just wants to get here yeah, to yeah. do what she needs to do. But within literally yeah. a few hours, she was really good with it. And she only asked a few questions like, the main ones was, how do I copy and paste? Because she was expecting it to be Control and C when actually on a Mac it's oh, yeah. Win uh, Windows. That's be hilarious. Apple and C. Or Command, Command and C, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. If, the, if there's any testament showing how alike they are nowadays, it's examples like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, she really is your better half than if she's Macos now. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> I'm never going to deny that. She's always my better half. But, uh, yeah, she, she's getting on really well with Mac OS, so now she'll probably stick with it forever. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, so you'll be buying a, a MacBook Air very very shortly. That's how we can... Do you know, I'm determined to make those MacBook Pros from 2013 last as long as possible. I'm literally going to get the battery replaced in the second one I've got. I did the other one probably about a year and a half ago. So I'll probably get a new, another few years out of both of them. And then... Yeah, we'll they're, they're SSDs, are they? Yeah. Well, this it was literally the fun. first generation of when the Retina display became a thing. Okay. And yeah, they'll, they'll, both of them... They'll run forever. Yeah, and the... I mean, I remember my first screen in it because it had to be replaced. Um, it did have ghosting. It looked beautiful in Retina because it was the first generation. But I did notice ghosting that once I had a window there for a little while, if I moved it, I could still see an impression of it there for a, a number of seconds after. But, you know, it's, it's first generation. But then a few late years later, I had to get the battery replaced. It, I got the little warning. And uh, Apple said, oh, I can see the screen coatings deteriorated at the top. And it was like the very smallest bit. I'd hardly even noticed it. We're going to change the screen for you. 
Oh, thank you very much. And then all the ghosts are gone. So whatever was the screen four years later, I basically got in that device as the replacement, which is great. So the screen is mm. top notch. There's no ghosting or anything. And the other MacBook mm. Pro I've got that had a screen replaced as well for the same issue. And that really had the coating problem bad all over the screen. It really been affected. Mm. So that screen mm. was replaced for free. So, well, yeah. Custom service, you see. I mean, they're expensive machines, but they last a long time, and they they'll fix them if they're if they're badly uh, if they're badly um, failing from a from a warranty point of view. Indeed, but I can't get the latest updates of macOS now. I've been considered oh, really? I'm vintage. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But the mini the mini has done. Yeah, so that's a 2014 one. So probably the next one they'll say no. But, you know, yeah, yeah, that's a long number of but years. It is actually in 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 computer years. It's a, it's a long time, isn't it? So it's hard to combine too to much. This stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you don't really need. It's not like you need it. I mean, you, you know, you you you'll upgrade the thing to Monterey, and and you won't see any difference. You know, <laughs> it'll be that that they're often it's often the massive anticlimax. You know, everyone it's like waiting for the the latest Apple macOS and and you install it and it takes takes two or three hours and, and it's it comes back up and it's it's exactly the same as the last one yeah well is there any killer feature in the next yeah. mac os you can think of uh i don't remember anything much particularly exciting um lots of weird sharing stuff you'll never use um what it, what it will do is let, let uh, an ipad be a, a proper slave window um to a to a to the Mac, so you can literally drag things across between the two and stuff. I mean, that's going to be pretty interesting. I think it's not in the first version of Monterey. I think it's I think it's held back a bit because it's pretty complicated. But yeah, you'll literally be able to to drop to drag a file off your off your, out of your Mac, like a PNG or something, across the screen onto the onto the iPads onto the iPad and drop drop it in there and have have Procreate open or something, you know. So that'll be. I mean, that's that's quite interesting and presumably quite difficult to do as well, you know, given there there are different different operating systems, you know. So that might be quite useful. Uh, I think I think I'll I think I'll be able to find a use for that. So so yeah, mm. that that's that was the main thing I remember, but uh, not not a right lot. Well, and the other good thing about macOS is it doesn't get bigger. You know, sometimes it gets smaller, which is. Um, testament to to uh, to what they're doing with it you know it, it, it never bloats well this podcast is bloating we're at one hour 10 minutes <laughs> so we've been waffling right. on for quite some time so we probably ought to call it a day so thank you for everybody listening to the game and gadget podcast and we will see you next time <laughs>